I'm Chanel. And I'm CO. And together we are the Energy Goddesses. We are using our journey through healing to inspire, motivate, uplift, and heal. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Energy, Energy Goddesses, Goddesses Podcast. Hey y'all, so we're recording another episode today and this time we're sitting at the table with our sign. We want to post a little snippet so you guys could see a little preview of this. But um before we get here I go with this um <laughs> we can we have a surprise for y'all and we can't wait so like it's set in stone cuz y'all are going to think it's so funny. But how are you feeling today? How was your day? I'm okay. I'm a little exhausted, but I'm pushing through. How's your day been? I'm alive. To God be the glory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> Today's episode is, um, I would say today, and it's really tonight, but it's titled uh, Pretty Fora dot dot dot. Um, the dot 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 after is Black Girl. So the funny part about this episode, the title is, it's actually something that um, I've heard from like my grandmother so quick, I'll tell the story real quick. Um, back in like my younger days, like third grade, I went to a predominantly white school. I was probably one of maybe three black kids. So I had the biggest crush on this little white boy and I'll never forget, I was like telling him I liked him and he was like, oh yeah, well I guess you're, you know, pretty for a black girl. And I was really upset cause I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, so I went home and I told my grandma and I'm like, yeah, he said I was pretty for a black girl. And she was like, oh, no, honey, when you go to school tomorrow, you tell me you're pretty because you're black girl. Okay? Period. <laughs> what you used to call your grandma? Mom. Mom? That's oh, all her grandkids called her. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say my mom. No. Close enough, but mom. <laughs> drop one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what she said, and that kind of stuck with me over time when, you know, people would say that. I would always think about what she said. People always say that, and this is a... Uh, topic that needs to be discussed because I am one of a darker black girl skin complexion. So there have been times that I've gotten that too. Like, oh, you're pretty for a black girl or you have pretty hair for a black girl. That's the number one thing that people like to say. So it's really good that we're doing this episode because there are so many young women that young black women who go through the same thing. Like, why is it pretty for a, like, what do you mean? Right. And I, like, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Right. Like if you're saying I'm pretty, just say I'm pretty. Don't add anything after. And exactly. not even just color. Don't add anything, anything. after. Exactly. Exactly. I'm good with the just you're pretty. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> um, but yes, that, that really always stuck with me. Um, I, this episode is like, it can really go all over the place because one, we're just talking about our experience as black women. That means with, you know, being black in white America, that also means colorism as in light skin and dark skin. Um, so we're just going to go with the flow with this episode and see kind of where it leads us because we didn't really put any... We're not prepared. No. Again. <laughs> no talking We're points. not prepared. No. Well, actually, no, we do. We do have a couple talking points, but Chanel kind of like with her story hit too. 
Um, but we could go into further details because I'm pretty sure there's more experiences or things growing up that we could go into. So we're not prepared, totally prepared, I should say. Or semi prepared. But y'all know we like to just go with the flow and throw it out there. That's how it comes out the best. Exactly. We come up with the topics and we're like, when we get here to record, we're, here. we're just here and we right. want to see where it goes. Sometimes we switch up the episodes too in our points. Needless to say, let's get into pretty for a. So growing up, I guess we can start with childhood or maybe we can just say in general how we feel about that, like the shades of black girls and just where society places that um, and comparing it to other racial um, and ethnic groups. I'm pretty sure they go through the same thing, but I never really hear, oh, you're pretty for a white girl. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, sorry, y'all. We're trying to do our little TikTok as well, too. Should we do another one? Yeah, Just to be safe. yeah, we'll do another one. Um, but it's, I hardly ever hear anything about um, pretty for a white girl, pretty for a Spanish girl, pretty for, you know, Asian girl. It's typically for a black girl. Why do you feel that that is? Well, one, obviously just historically speaking, <clears throat> because of all the things that have, the way black people got here, slavery, racism, I think it's deeply rooted in that. Also it's within our own communities because we put a lot of division between ourselves with the light skin, dark skin, which is all from white society, but we do it really bad. We've accepted it. And yeah. we've like we've taken over it. it. Right. Like, right. oh no, you're thinking Red you're bone. light skin. I think I'm better. like, it just, mm -hmm. we've kind of run with that shit. And I think that, I would say historically is where it, comes from because you don't see I mean there's not a lot of other races in America that were oppressed for so long right there goes our TikTok again y'all <laughs> we're trying to do two things at one but time but yeah I would say I like historically and then just I just feel like in general and I don't want to get any backlash by saying this but you know how they say like the crab in the barrel mentality mm-hmm like a lot of black people have that mentality. Exactly. Just from who I'm not even speaking, as I don't know everybody, but just the people that I've had encounters with, ran around, like high school, like there's a lot of that crab in the barrel mentality. And like, even with like men, that mentality that like your preference is really technically like being, you can have a preference, but if you're downing another woman to uplift your preference, like that's when I'm going to say, okay, that's not a preference. Right. You got some self-hate maybe. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I was just about to say too. You kind of brought me to a point that I was, we were probably going to get to that topic anyway. Um, in dating in general, for me personally, prior to dating, just growing up, I've always been the darker complexion, heavier of like my family members and cousins. So I already had like a lower self-esteem and I still do to this day, like that damaged me so much that even as an adult, I still am like, damn, like, is there an issue? There's been times that I've dated people and, you know, you see them dating other people or out with other people or just doing stuff. And it's like, when you want to flaunt, you want to flaunt that light skinned, 
Kardashian looking or, you know, kind of mixed or right. Exactly. That's the girl that you want to flaunt or put up or be seen out in public with. But then when it comes to me, I feel like it's behind closed doors type thing. Right. There's also been guys who've actually said, oh, I haven't dated anybody like I'm not used to dating somebody darker skinned girls, I should say. And I feel like that's what do you mean? Like, do you have a preference? Like you said, do you have a preference or is that some type of hate? I, yeah, I definitely agree with the preference. Uh, they, they be on a thin line. Because I'm okay with you having a preference. I mean, that's your own prerogative, but in the same sentence. So I'll tell her, I was dating this guy. We driving in the car, you know, dancing, <laughs> singing. And we're just like, we're talking and he's like, yeah, I would never date like a dark skinned girl. Like you're honestly probably the darkest I would ever. That's like, the fam- famous line. <laughs> but I, one, I mean, I'm not like, like light bright, but I'm light skinned. So like, bro, so you date white women? Right. <laughs> because um, if I'm the darkest you'll go. And I was just like, I-, I sat there for a few seconds and I was like, yeah, what does your mom look like? He's like, she's dark skinned. So I bust out laughing because I'm like, you have some self hate because how are you going to turn around the same breath and basically disrespect your mother? Right. And he was like, no, that's my preference. You see what you messed it up with was you said you like light skin and then you said, but I will never. That's not a, that's just, you need to do some. And that's where that date left because I, younger, I didn't really, I guess because it didn't affect me, I wasn't really immersed in to learn about other people's experiences and it sounds bad but as I got older I started to see like even just being I like have a really good friend that is darker skin and we'd be out and like you know like people wouldn't be giving her attention but you're in my face like what's your that happens to me what do I say all the time (laughs) like oh I'm just gonna be the man when we go out like our date they're gonna think that you know we're a couple and I'm gonna be the man but then, too, I think because then she didn't have the confidence that she has now. Because now we go out and it's like she getting attention all over. But it's still like she would always be like, yeah, I feel like it's because I'm like darker skinned and like you're light skinned. And when I think that's shit that society puts in our head. So then you're then internalizing that. So then you're like when you're going out, you're not being who you are. You're like, oh, are they looking for me? Are they checking for somebody else? But even me, like I hung out with another girl that was like super light skinned, big butt, long hair. And I ain't getting no fraction when she was around. <laughs> Nobody's looking my way. And I'm like, because this bitch is all fucking white with this long curly hair and the big butt. But yeah, no, I just feel like preference is one thing. You saying I don't like somebody, I'll only date. Is a whole nother thing. Is a whole nother that thing. That it's no longer a preference. Right. Because a preference is, all right, you like seafood. I prefer steak. Right. But I don't have any, like, it's not, oh, I'm, I'm like, not chicken's disgusting. Yeah, like, like seafood, yeah, yeah like, no. that we just have a separate preference. And I feel, for me, I definitely did internalize it. And I'm trying to get better with that because I'm not going to lie. I'm the first to say I have a low self-esteem. Sometimes I feel confident. Other times I don't. But I feel like a lot of it, yes, it's me and I have to learn how to be accepting of myself. But I feel like a lot of it is also because it's internalized, right? That's all you see on social media. That's all you see guys flaunting. And then, you know, me as a type of person, when I go out, like 
I can. I went on the dating app. We probably talked about this in another episode, y'all. So I'm bringing back the app. And out of all the people that I went on a date with, I can honestly say half of them, I feel like they obviously were attracted because you could see pictures and you right. have to both like the picture. But I feel like their promo or who they want on their arm or like, the ideal in just conversation always leads back to dark skin versus light skin. We have to think too, there's a standard of beauty that is very Europeanized. Right. So and I don't understand why that blonde hair, right? Blue, like those things are like for some reason, which again, I don't know, but which I'm trying to get into it because I do not have a thin nose I mean, and I'm in it. Like, like I'm embracing, trying to more, but these are things like you said that society puts on us and, you know, it's not a good thing because it does start from childhood. It like does. I said, there's so many people that's like, oh my God, you have nice hair for a black girl and mm -hmm. you want to touch my hair. And then that led into, you know, middle school and into high school to where all I thought I could offer was good hair for a black girl. Mm -hmm. And that's me keeping it real. Like I literally for the longest time, and I think, I don't know if I said this or if we were just talking, how I was so like low in my self-esteem. I remember in high school, my mom took me and put me in front of a mirror and she was like, look at yourself. What do you love most about yourself? And it's not funny. I'm you laughing about it. it now because I'm older. But the only thing I said was my hair. Right. Literally. And my mom was like, no, no, you're beautiful. Like embrace everything. Like who cares what other people think? What they're searching for is what everybody wants. You don't want to be that. Like you want to stand out for yourself. And it took a long time because like I said, I'm still learning now. Like I'm very insecure now looking through pictures, trying to be like, oh, this or that. And it's sad because that's something that has been brought on to us. And it starts, I can say for myself, literally from childhood and followed me into my adulthood, which is why I try to change the narrative when it comes to my daughter, because there's times that she says that too, like, well, why does my skin have to be so dark? Or like in the summer, I get so dark. And sometimes, you know, you joke with the kids like, oh my God, you got dark in the summer. But, that but is I have to stop that, stop that because right. although it's not, the way you're saying that I'm it. saying it and she knows that hearing it from other people is going to make her think that regardless. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, I it does start super young because I remember being probably in the fourth grade and I permed my hair because I wanted straight hair. Listen. <laughs> I wanted straight hair. I did not want, because I had a big ass curly fro. I did not want straight curly hair. I wanted my hair to be straight like all the white girls I went to school with. So my mom was like so sad, but she was like, you know what? I'm she told me literally you're i'm gonna teach you a lesson so she let me perm my hair my hair was fucked <laughs> my hair was so bad for the years ongoing i don't think i actually probably embraced my natural hair until i got to like high school yeah. and even still then my hair was probably straight nine months out of the year right 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 curly now i don't straighten my hair often i probably only straighten my hair once this year because now i just don't give a fuck I'm in a space where like I like my curls but embracing no, yeah. it are natural because so many people want so many things that are not real and mm -hmm. I hate to get in that because sometimes you know it's a difference when you're doing some of these things for yourself Self. and I was talking to my cousin um she does like the body contouring and we were having a conversation about that in general just like 
changing your body in general because you right. know some people want to be slender now everybody wants the shape of a black girl they want the big butt right. the hips you know everything but we were talking and she was like the conversation conversation was going more towards the it's a difference when you want to do it for yourself for your self-confidence versus are you doing it for other, other people? people and she made a good point because she said she had a conversation with somebody and she basically was like so if you get this done and it's literally for you like for yourself are you going to be comfortable with never going outside again like and i guess the person was basically like, no, that's the whole point. Like when we get it now, I want to go. And she's like, so who are you really doing it for? Like you're changing yourself for other people. And I feel like that is really heavy on the black community in general, but black women, like literally take the brunt of it all. So we hear that pretty for a black girl, or you have pretty hair for a black girl, pretty eyes for a black girl, like all those things that, is it some people take it as a compliment or some people can literally take it and internalize it, like you said, because there are some people that's like, oh, my God, thinking that it's a compliment when to me, that's an insult. Yeah, and they must be oblivious. Right. <laughs> or, you know, they never know if you never got that attention, you have low self-esteem yeah, and then you, you think that, that around other people. Like if you're seeing that most people are saying black girls aren't whatever. And then the one person's like, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. Some people will take that as a compliment, like. Oh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Keep that shit. Yeah. Girl. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't want it. Okay. All right. So I was on Facebook and I saw somebody post, um, and this, you know, this post had probably 500 comments, no lie. Ken... Can you be pro-black and date a non-black person? Like Black Panther pro-black? Like I'm I mean I'm being exaggerated, <laughs> but I'm just saying no, like, like pro-black like whatever. You always like you're always talking about mm-hmm. other races and how you're oppressed and this and that and then you every day you go home to a non-black person well if she's not like asking these questions it's gonna get us fucked up Listen, society's gonna come attack us um i didn't ask the question somebody on facebook asked the right question. i would say if that's what you're representing and that it's different to like a post and kind of agree what certain things to an extent, you know what I mean? Or supporting because you are black. But if that's what you, if you're the leader, basically. <laughs> so and Malcolm that's what X you're, had a white woman. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> that makes that's why sense. I asked Black Panther, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what they mean. Like, if you're like absolutely Malcolm X not. out here and then you absolutely ain't got a black not. woman, you're not procreating with a black woman. Absolutely not. And even vice versa. How can you... Same thing for females. Yeah, right. Like you can't not. be... I just feel like there's like a... I feel like for females... hypocrisy. <clears throat> yeah, something there. Because I also feel on the female end of it, some females who are also black, 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 and the black man, and da-da-da-da-da, and this and this, and then they're married to a white man. 
it can go because there are some females that yeah. are like that. It can go that. I mean, love is love, and nobody's That's, knocking no. it. And let's say you were involved in that, and then you come across and you meet somebody, and you know we can't control who we love sometimes. But then I'm say that. Your side eye. Say well, yeah, but at least say that. Own it. Don't be talking all this, and then your life is a separate thing. Like. Yeah still be talking it and you know own it like i'm married to a such and such that's right blah 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 like own it if that's going to be the case i mean people are still going to look at you side eyes but i feel like people would (laughs) it's gonna be me i I feel like people would take more respect though if you owned it or if you dumbed it down a little bit once you settled with a person outside of your race you should then steer away from that like i'm not saying don't support your own kind but you shouldn't be Malcolm X right hands and then you go <laughs> you home to somebody outside. You should then be one of the people on the side still supporting, Boy, but not look- actively involved because now your dynamic has changed. Right. Now, I agree with that because you, you can't be Malcolm X out here and you got a white woman. Because then I'll be like, sir, but you don't want to procreate and be right. pro-black family. <clears throat> That's right. even myself. Like, I've like dibbled and dabbled, like, you know, flirted, like with white guys. And I'm just like, I can't. And I'm, I, I just mix. have no luck. And I just can't. I just have no luck, period. Cause I haven't run into that either. Like I haven't, I haven't dated. I haven't even talked. I haven't dated. Like, but like, you know, little, like high school, well, you know, again, I, my high school was predominantly white, but you know, like, oh, you know, like, Mm-hmm. Nah, cute, cute. And then like, when it comes down to like, I really want to talk to you, like, oh, right. what, excuse me? Right, like, right, right. It was like a right. jokey joke. Right, <laughs> not for right. real. Right, I just I don't know. They've ne- I'm probably too. Hell, I have a problem. I have men have a problem approaching me outside of just ethnical little things. Well, but me too. But you know what they say. Um, I remember I was at the bar with like some of my friends, and I was like, "How come, like you coming up to them, but you won't say nothing to me?" Who's like, "Cause you look like you're too hard to get." He literally said that. He was like, "I'm gonna keep it real with you, like your friend, like." Sh- I know I could probably. I get that all the time too. He was like, "You look at your face. You spend your own money. You don't want to be bothered." No, I don't want to come talk to you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. People say that I look too aggressive, right. like, or oh, like, bitch, you better come correct. Intimidate. No, that's the word. That's the word. Right. That's the word. I don't Very look intimidating. intimidating. You're intimidating. Exactly. That's your own problem. Get your words correct, sir. Okay. Shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I feel when it comes to dating and what that, there should be a balance there. Because then me as the partner, although I know like that you may love me, in the back of my mind personally, I'm going to be like, motherfucker, do you got an issue? Like, hello, like what the fuck? That's how I will be coming. But everybody's different. So I don't know. Excuse me. I mean, I have a lot of mixed couples in our family. And there are some times that I feel like checker before I got right, to. Right, or even like in that case, like I'll say one thing, like I have a white mother, but she is very aware and like conscious and like. Your mom <laughs> you want her to was supposed to be today? black. Your mom <laughs> was supposed to be black. And you know how some people say like, oh, they act black or whatever. One thing that I could say about Mama Christine, I don't think that shit is made up. Because I don't see an off switch. No, There's no, no like, even but in she grew up in a predominantly people, black area. 
Well, yeah, that could be too. But even in front of, you know how some people, when you get professional, not no. saying that she's ghetto because she's not, no. but even in her professionalism, because I do believe in white privilege, your mom does not give a fuck. Like mm -hmm. that's literally just her, but she gives it real. Like she talks about her own fucking people. Like okay. she so just doesn't matter. She's like, yes, I do have white privilege. I, I know that. And that's one thing I always say, like, how some people have like white parents and they're like, no, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't know how y'all deal with that. I don't even know how you like, I don't know how you jump over that hurdle. That's one thing about my mom though. She always keeps it at 50. Like she was like, listen, when I was young, she told me like, there are going to be certain things that happen to you in life that I have no, I cannot relate. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I mean, I can be your ear to listen. Your I was about to say on, support. Right. But I don't know how you feel. Right. Right. Because she said at the end of the day, when you walk out that door, you're black. You're mixed in here, you're but black. you look black. You're a black woman when you go out into that world. So like there's certain things that I cannot help you navigate. Right. You're gonna have to learn on your own. Right. So I feel like when you get that kind of, and I even feel like if you are with a person, like even still, like you can't be pro pro Malcolm X black and be dating a white woman or just a non-woman of color. But if you have a partner like that that is like, I know my white privilege, I'm what can I do to help? I feel like, all right, then I'm going to be like, okay. you know. Yeah, you but know. a lot of times that's not the case. No, it's And oblivious. I feel like that, that it, it is. It's very oblivious. 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 We drink it. <laughs> we don't blame it on the drink. Right? I did drink that down. I'm already ready for a refill. Damn. But, um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that because I say that all the time that I peep shit in my family. And, but... It also is something that's taught. You have to want to change, but you also, it plays a role in your family dynamic. So Back. your significant and their family is only a part. Mm -hmm. So if they're not educated, not even to say educated, because I stand firm by black people don't need to get educated. It's everybody Racism else. Racism is a white people right, problem. Right, exactly. Y'all motherfuckers need to get educated. Okay. I, and I'm not going to do and the I'm educating. Like, there's tons of books. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. No. I'm not doing it. But I feel like even in my family, when it comes to sometimes you can really tell, like, you know, there's individuals in my family that they are the only one in their family that have biracial kids. You know what That's I mean? Normal. Like there's individuals. OK, there might be other people in a family. But for the most part, when they go to their family, you know, a lot of them are wives because a lot of people in my family, obviously, they're like the men and they're black. But I feel as though sometimes how much. What, where's that gray area of, okay, you do need to learn and you have to be open and willing to get it versus this is just your standpoint because of your family, like you're choosing. Right. Um, and I think that's where the gray area is because there are some people, you know, if you weren't taught that and you're closer to your side of the family, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird. And then if your partner isn't trying to make you comfortable in learning or you don't express that to them, I can see where there's a disconnect. But then other times I'm like, oh no, that's just, you're using it as you're an using excuse it as because an excuse. that's how you really feel. Yes, because I'll say one thing, like my mom's family, they're racist, straight up. I don't give a fuck who listens. I, they've said the N word, ER, like they, they, they talking all that shit on Facebook, like they're straight up racist. My mom is completely disconnected from them completely does not agree so at some point you got to stand up and be like it's it's not okay mm -hmm. you can't just hide behind oh well 
I'm neutral. Like, that's my family. Like, at some point, especially if you have black fucking kids. Right. Exactly. You need to speak up. Exactly. And you need to say something and you need to stand, <laughs> pick a side because there's no neutral. Pick a side. It definitely, especially when your kids are involved. At that point, when your kids are half black, you have to pick a side. But then again, that's another whole society thing with white women fetishing, fetishizing black kids, mixed children. Well, not knowing all the shit that's going to come with you having black kids. Right. Exactly. There's a whole bunch of shits in it. And now your kids have to deal with the, you're pretty for a, Mm. And how are you going to be there to support them? You know what I mean? So like, these are things (laughs) that in general, you literally just speaking in this episode, people need to realize like, it's not us bashing or being racist. We're just being real. Like this is shit that we literally go through. So for those people who do have biracial kids, you don't know if your kid is going to go through that. And or or you have to, at some point they are they at will. some point they are pretty for a mixed girl pretty for a black girl or oh i didn't know you know you are anything they're going to come if you have to kids it, that look black at some point in their life they're going to come through they something. are coming through mm-hmm. some type of racism exactly I don't care what you say exactly because a lot of times with the mixed kids is like oh thank god you're mixed like you know that shade with that like Oh, pretty, like you get your looks because you're mixed. If you were, fuck, you know, white whatever. Don't give a fuck about that. That's black people that care about that. <laughs> black people care about light skin, dark skin. White people don't like black people. Not all white mm-hmm. people, I'm sorry, but racist white people part, don't like right. black people. They don't like any people mm-hmm. <laughs> besides white people. So if you're thinking, oh, because my kid is mixed or because they're lighter skinned, they're not going to have to deal with things. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Right. Because a racist white person does not care. They will call your mom a type of name for sleeping with a black man. They will Period. call your black mama a name for sleeping with a white man. Period. Period. They need to be backing it, okay? Because Jim Crow days, if you was mixing with them damn black people, they was going to have a problem with you. I don't understand why this is still an issue. Where do you think that this stems from? Like... Aside from the racism, just the whole dynamic of a pretty fora, like, I'm I'm trying to word my question right, because I don't know if I'm saying it right, like where I'm trying to come with it. Outside of racist, because there are some people who just say that, and they may not be racist. Unconscious where do bias. You think? Unconscious okay. bias, because I think. Regardless of how much learning you do, regardless of how many books you read, how many documentaries you watch, everyone has unconscious bias. It is something that you cannot control. It's something that you can learn about, maybe Mm -hmm. double check yourself, but you have them. Everybody has them. Black people, white people, purple people, yellow people. We all have them. Excuse me, y'all, but although there's no purple and yellow people, but. Just saying in general. Right. You get it. So I think maybe because. I don't know. I've had a situation where I've worked and, you know, I have a late, my hair is out, it's big. Matter of fact, I'll tell a recent story because that's old. At my daughter's school. Oh, shit. I wear a bun. Oh, shit. Right every day. I have my hair out, big and curly. I lie to you not. Old white lady. Sweet as pie. She comes up. She's like, oh, my goodness, Chanel. Goes to reach for my hair. Don't I, touch the I hair, bitch. I didn't even bitch. know your hair look like that that's amazing maybe she didn't think that it would have offended me mm-hmm. to first i just don't know why people think it's okay to touch anybody's hair but i don't think in her deepest hearts she meant it in a way that was like to make me uncomfortable 
Right. I think she literally probably has always used to see my hair in a bun. Maybe she didn't know my hair was so long, so big, whatever. But I was like, oh, excuse me. Like, thank you, but please don't touch my hair. So it's just unconscious things that people do that maybe they don't even know is offensive. Mm-hmm. But you're just, every day, things are drilled into you. Watching TV, reading this, you hearing that. So over time, that just stays in the back of your mind. Sleep. But mm-hmm. it's there. So I, I don't know. I really, I wish there was ways to like know how to combat that waste. But I don't really think there is besides people just being more compassionate. Yeah. It's a self thing as well, too. Because, and it's also, like you said, the crabs in a barrel. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that plays a bigger role than anything else in it. Because I feel like if society changes and embraces it, obviously other people are. Absolutely. Like, so my question for society would be, how do we go about changing it? Now I can say one thing that I do love is when Beyonce did the brown skin girl, the song in the video. I love that because she's a lighter skin black woman herself. Right. So I'm pretty sure she's been with her friends. We've heard it with Destiny's Child because Mm -hmm. the other two were darker and she was lighter and you know, like the discrepancies and biases there. So I do like the fact that there are certain people, especially the lighter skin ones, making it more acceptable, you know, that we're all the same. Like, I feel like that's a move in the right direction. But I feel like that's something that, and I'll say me myself as a light skinned woman, I know like that's something that I, I don't want to hear you talk about somebody's not cute because they're like as light skinned women, if you know your privilege, which I will say this is a topic that so many light skinned women hate to talk about. No, I don't get privilege. No, I don't. Da, da, da. You do. Yes, you do. You do. You don't you might not get privilege, but at the end of the day, there are certain men that would prefer you. Yeah, preference. And I'm okay and I know that. And that doesn't hurt my feelings when somebody says that to me because I know that to be true. That That is real. So I think for light-skinned women, light-skinned people in general, to uplift, mm-hmm. to cut that shit in a... Cut that shit quick. When, when somebody says that. it, like, then yo. you stop it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Beyonce's was a step in the right direction, direction. because she's a celebrity. So you know Just, that song making it acceptable... But a song is only going to go, but how many times are you going to play that? You know what I mean? It needs to be now, like in society. Because I tell you all the time, like there, I go with my friends and they will tell you that I'm the one like y'all, you guys is going to get the drinks paid for us because literally that's how it is. But, you know, my friends are quick to kind of check it as well, too. Like, no, bitch, we're all getting it, you know, and they'll say that and they don't like the discrepancies with that either. But For the ones, like you said, that do get upset about that topic, I challenge y'all the next time if you have darker complexion friends and y'all have a girls night party, whatever the case is, and you're out somewhere, just take note and be more conscious of it. Exactly. Like place yourself in the other person's shoes. And it's so good that we're talking about this because every topic we come across, we're literally both places, like a lighter skinned black female versus a darker skinned black female like you know what i mean and how it is and i just said earlier to y'all anytime we go out or we do something i tell chanel like i'ma just be the dude i need to raise my own confidence i say that all the time but (laughs) 
again, you know, but you're aware of it. Like you're not nonchalant. Like right. you said, like you say, we know what it is. It's no disrespect to us. Like no. it's not hurting our feelings personally, but in society, that's literally how it is. It is trash ass men. It is. <laughs> Sorry, men, but it really is the men. We got to get cousin Antoine on this. Right. So we should have phoned him in to ask him about that right but no that's what it is it's like it's really men that and it's not even a light skin it's that men european beauty is standardized so men want to get as close to that as they can exactly so it's like oh if i can date the light-skinned girl with the slim nose and long long hair and nice body oh my gosh i'm gonna be accepted i'm gonna be liked and it's like bro that's not even it exactly Are right, we gonna call in our favorite male guest? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be sick of us because he already took the wrath during fucking think like a man. But he be giving some real like, first of all, good advice, and then he be coming like articulate and intelligent. Exactly. So we know we can trust his opinion. So we want to ask him about this because he's a man and we're pretty confident that he's had every complexion. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to phone him in. See what's calling, guys. We're hitting the call. I hope it picks up good on this it speaker. Oh, a jade. Yeah. It did. Oh, I'm pressing buttons. So I told him five minutes, y'all, and I'm calling five seconds later. <laughs> he, he probably like, ready. bitch, you said five. We might have to come back to this. We might have to double back. Yeah, we'll double back. We'll circle around. We'll wait for him to call back. Oh, wait. Oh, he said one second. Okay. We'll wait for him to call back, y'all. Let me take it off of Do Not Disturb so he can call in. Um, So while we're waiting for him, I guess, what what do you feel like is your... I don't like to say struggle, but what do you feel like your biggest obstacle thus far in your life navigating as a black woman has been? There's two. So I feel as a black woman, the biggest struggle is you always have to prove yourself. Why do I have to prove myself that I'm good enough, that I'm educated enough, like that I'm able to do it, that I'm qualified, overqualified a lot of times. So that's one of my biggest struggles. I feel like I always have to prove myself where other individuals or women do not have to. Um, my second struggle would be being accepted, being confident within myself because of that bias and just personal experiences and dating, what family, just in general. And, you know, we talked about it here and over and over the you're pretty for a, or whatever, getting my mental because. I need to have control over what they say doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like, I am who I am. I know what I know. And when you're confident, you can control the room, like when you walk yes. in. So I would say that those are my two biggest struggles. Okay. So I'm going to piggyback off your first one because that's absolutely feeling like you always have to prove yourself. Like, like, you have to be like, I deserve a seat at this table because I'm, one, qualified to be here. I fucking know what I'm talking about. So it's like, even like us creating this platform, like this is a platform for us to be able to be like, bitch, we don't need your table. We'll make our own fucking table. Okay. Excuse my language because I'm trying to stop cursing, but. She say that every episode, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
that is, I agree, like trying to prove yourself and be like, no, I'm just as good, if not better mm-hmm. than my counterpart. We're going to put a pin in mine because he's calling but me. We're we going to place a pin. Hello? Hello? Our hey. favorite person. <laughs> we just said that too. Like we about to call our favorite guest speaker. We have a question. It's going to be real quick. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but because you are like, you meet every requirement. Our episode is pretty for a dot, 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 meaning pretty for a black girl. So we just wrapped up talking about dating and our experiences with black men and their preferences over light skin, dark skin. So we just kind of wanted to get, what's the question we should ask him? (laughs) We said that you was going to say that too. We said that we was like, damn, Antoine gonna be like, y'all putting me on a spot again. So I think our question was like, what's do you? The, uh, what's the question? Do you feel like in the black community there's a bias when dating with preferences over lights over dark skinned women for light skinned women? Um, I definitely will say is a preference. I don't know if it's one on a dating scene because nowadays I think that gap, I think that gap closed a lot. Yes, I agree. I think that gap closed a lot. Um, I, I think, I think, I mean, to me, I think all women are, are beautiful in their own right. I see a lot. I see a lot. I see both ways. So I think the gap closed a lot. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it definitely was uh, it definitely was a gap where people preferred and thought that uh, people of fairer skin, lighter skin, were like prettier and had good hair, quote, put that in quote, you know? But uh, I think that gap closed a lot. I think uh, the fellas are enjoying women as a whole. And they and they're flaunting. Um, and it used to be in videos a lot. Like you would see people just posting the light skinned women or like the the lighter women and and, and body body as well. Body as well. But it's definitely a preference. It def it definitely was uh like the light skin was like ruling for a long time. But shout out to like the brown skin women who. Are, are in the game and, and running the game and, and just doing anything like so one more question and then we'll let you go in your time before like and it's an honest question because it could be before and not now were you ever one of those ones that had a preference like if you were out and saw a woman at the bar did you have a preference or have you always been it's more of the personality not, well, I'm going to say it's always been a personality. I think it was always a certain body type for me. It wasn't mm. um, it wasn't uh, the, the color or the skin. It was more so the body type for me. What the ass looking like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was that that was it for me. Like I I've always uh I never stuck with one particular uh shade of woman of women, but, you know, I mean, 
Well, we're not going to hold you. Thank you. We yes, just had to phone you. in a professional. So, you know, you're our go to. No problem. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye. So one thing that he said that I do agree with is like now um, you're seeing a lot more darker brown skin, darker skin women becoming the forefront, putting themselves out there, being more confident, being like, listen, my skin is beautiful and I love it. Even like Lupita, like if you know me, you know I love. I Lupita. love. Yes, I, I love, love her. I, like I love her. Everything, like mm-hmm. just in general, just being in your own skin and like being like, listen, I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I do agree with what he's saying. I, I feel like the gap hasn't completely closed, but I feel like hopefully in like our kids' generation, like this won't be so much of a thing as it was for us coming up. Where it's like, oh, and it's just light skin versus dark skin. Hopefully with them, it's more like kind of subsided. Um, But yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Another darker complexion uh, woman in the acting field is um, the girl from Queen and Slim. Slim. That has a white husband. She has a white husband? Yes, girl. They put it on Twitter. I was like, no. (laughs) But. But. I'm just saying in movies, love is love, but in movies, I mean, she's an actor, but for her to be that comfortable, even in In acting, embracing her skin. Um, And damn, I didn't know that. No disrespect to you, girl. We still give you your kudos because your skin is black and beautiful. But I also feel like she's not one of those type or at least because, you know, social media is going to put you out there. I don't feel like like she's one of those Pro. They were mad that they, I, I don't know, you know, people come up, they were well, mad that they picked she, her for Queen and Slim being as though it was like a black couple and she was. Well, that's sad yeah. that they did it for that because it's just acting. Exactly. But I feel it's like in her life in general and just, you're still black. That, but I don't like see Venus, a problem. No, Serena Williams, she's married to a white man and she's still very like, she's right, a dark right. skin woman and she talks about, but her husband, I will say also is like, he talks about those problems. Right, so. right, right, right. What I'm waiting for is Kamala Harris because we have a vice president who's black and married to a white man. I don't like. I haven't really seen her. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so I don't care who feels much like way. I was hoping like our first black female vice or president would have been like a black woman with a black husband. Michelle Obama is what I'm saying. I feel like that would have been fit. Nah. Not her per se, but her, like, her demeanor, like how she is. She her, is. Her like she's pro black. black. Her husband is black. Her, her kids, kids are is black. black. Yeah, and they advocate, and and they're not. They know what it is. They're not racist, downing white in a shady way. Because I would say the Obamas know how to disrespect in a respectful way. But a woman like her, like if there's another person, I don't know any other Congresswoman because I'm so over politics at this point, but. Somebody like hers, I would have seen more. I, I was very hoped. shocked that I, I didn't know that Kamala Harris' husband was white. Me either, because I was like, dig until like, it came out. But yeah, kind of had a inclination because of her track record that she definitely was not with a black man. Oh, see, I ain't looked that deep into the girl, the woman. Well, so. I just before she became pregnant. Well, you know, I went to school for fucking political science, but I was like, oh, come on. 
Yeah, I didn't I know that. I wanted a black that kind of woman, like, yeah. black husband, black kid. But then again, so even for that, the pretty Fora and being a woman in power now, whether we like her or not. Now, you're married to a white man. I have to say certain things I do feel she's in a black community. But with that being said, like what we said earlier, is it because you feel that you need to or do you truly want to? because she wanted people to. to vote for her. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is Joe Biden in the black community now? Well, I mean, we figured that. We figured that with him. Black people be just as fucking bad. We figured her with that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the first thing that I thought when I found out. If you're like whitewashed black, then you're definitely going to be like inching for that damn black vote. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget that. We put a pinpoint in your thing. Okay. So I said my first one. And then my second one would be. and I, I had it in my mind before we just started talking. What the heck was it? I so said your last pinpoint, right? Proving this, oh. guys. These oh, plants and then I guess nets. just I know, like start they're annoying. <laughs> I would say um, the pressure to feel like we can't be vulnerable, like right. we can't be vulnerable, we can't show weakness. Um, which is something that I've really been working on for myself because I feel like I can never show any sign of weakness. Like I cannot cry. I can't let anything, I can't do anything. I have to always be strong. I have to always be put together. I have to always be on top of everything, which is something that I am working on now because like, obviously I'm human. So I'm supposed to cry. I'm supposed to, if things are supposed to feel get hard and I'm not always supposed to be put together but I feel like as black women and that's just from the black women in my family that it's always like strong 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 you don't let nobody see you down like you have to put up this facade even when you don't feel like it to keep going um, and it's like why why do we and I like that for our that? generation it's like fuck that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling <laughs> Listen. My mental health is important. My self-care is important. Listen. All these things where like, I feel like, like I know my grandmother, her mother, like, no, absolutely not. They were not showing no signs of weakness. Yeah. Right now it's very good to be vulnerable. Like vulnerability is the thing now. And I've learned that like when I am in my feminine state and it's flourishing, like I am my best self when I don't have to be masculine and feminine like when i get to just live in my feminine my femininess if that's a word <laughs> it's amazing femininity femininity it's amazing and it feels good whereas you know when you have to be overly independent like that's a trauma response and i feel like we're growing from that too right we are we definitely are i would say as black women we've come a long way and a lot of the influencers now, whether they're really intentionally doing it or it's because it's something that's in right now, people are learning something from it. So embracing your femininity, um, embracing your true feelings, like mental health, be it, excuse me, being vulnerable, um, showing like, you know, that emotional side, more of the feminine side, right? that balance between femininity and, and masculinity, masculinity is, you know, starting to really even itself out. Um, so yeah, it's a big thing. 
I really can't wait for these surprises, y'all. Because the more that we say our little phrases gets me <laughs> so excited sense, right? about it. But we will let you on a little snippet. If you guys are listening, we maybe we'll make a post. We I'm going to challenge y'all. This is like off topic, but while I'm here to listen to the podcast and maybe we should make a post on the most used phrases and get y'all input on it of words or phrases that we, we say that we use the most. But back to what we were saying, all black women are beautiful, light skin, medium skin, dark skin, all of the in-between, and there shouldn't be a pretty for a anything no. behind it. I think that narrative needs to be cut. And together is how we're going to come up and win. Like, number one, women are coming up more. There's already, like, a whole bias and competi competition between the male and female race alone, gender alone. Um, so when you throw color into race into that ethnicity into that it, it makes it more so just as women in general and black women we already know that white people white women have privilege so as black women we need to stop those biases stop those comparisons and win together even if you are a lighter or fair-skinned and you have more privilege then let's use that to get where we need to be like to help each other and uplift each other still encourage each other but play these niggas out when we're together don't let them like you know what i mean like right. we know what it is but take it to our advantage and get to the top to where we need to be not being the crabs in a barrel like chanel said like that's a perfect analogy for what it is even with the women like women in general black women I agree with you. And I and I feel like for light-skinned women, I feel like you should just be more aware of colorism, more active in your, you know, approach to colorism. And then I feel like for darker-skinned women, like, if you're resentful, like, maybe try to find a common ground to right. where you're not feeling so resentful towards right. light-skinned women, where you can sit and listen and maybe we could somehow come up, start this conversation and say, hey, how can we combat this? Right. Because if you feel like you don't have any privilege and the other side is like, you have privilege and I'm mad because we're, we're not going to get, get anywhere. anywhere. Right. So it's Maybe really that's something that we could do in the future. open up a discussion. Open about, up a right? discussion, like have different women and, you know, we open, make that narrative to really talk about it and figure out what we can do to change it and make it a more positive thing versus right. a negative thing. Agree. That actually be a good idea. Do you have anything left to say? No. No, I do not. I guess we could just close out with our affirmations. Yes. I have one affirmation today, y'all, because Chanel likes to talk about me with my affirmation in this <laughs> semicolon. But I have one today. So my affirmation for you guys tonight is the color of my skin, the texture of my hair do not define my beautiful black soul. Mine is, um, you're not pretty for a black girl. You're pretty because you're black girl. Period. And that's why Mary had a little lamb. All of the lambs. <laughs> the whole thing. All the kids following. We are out, guys. Remember what we said. When you guys go out in your girl groups, if you guys do have females in your little circle of different complexions, put the test and then have that conversation with each other so that there's no, you know uncomfortable feeling or anyone feeling left out because nine times out of 10 for me, I'm vocal with my friends. So they know, but just in general, I am one of those darker 
skinned black girls who do have some type of insecurities. And it may not be you directly, but you never know how your friends feel, especially if you don't have to deal with it. So we challenge you guys to be more uplifting with one another. Have those conversations. They're important. And that is it. We are out. Thanks for listening. But before we go, let's end on a peaceful note. Chanel, want to take it away? All right. Let's take a deep breath in. And out. Can we do the thing? Let's do it.